Hey you. Yeah. You. You didn't stumble here by chance, so let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj, and I'm most known for my loud New York personality and my unfiltered opinions. The Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that classify as a melanated millennial. And I don't care if you got a lot of melanin, just a little bit of melanin, or hell, you just melanated by association. Everybody is welcome. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it. Because what's really going on? What is up, y'all? Welcome if you're new. Welcome back if you're not to the Melanated Mindset. Y'all, we getting straight to the shit today. My complaint of the week is that I am learning. I am genuinely too hard on myself a lot of the times. And it's like rightfully so because I feel like you're supposed to challenge yourself. Like you are your biggest competitor. You get what I'm saying? Like you are the only person that can really pull the best out of you, if that makes sense. Like that's just how I feel. So I feel like I have to be hard on myself, but I'm realizing... Yeah, I don't be giving myself no grace, and I definitely need to start because I be hard on myself about stuff that I have no control over, and that's really what makes me mad. Like, y'all hear me say it all the time, like, the Virgo in me, like, I do not like not being in control of, like, when I say that, I mean, like, of things that I can be in control of. It's hard to explain, but if you're a Virgo, you know. If you know, you know. But at the same time, my highlight of the week is that I am getting very, very close to checking off another one of the things that was on my manifestation list. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you need to go back to season one and watch my manifestation episode because I talked about when I pretty much made a list of these things and when I wanted to accomplish them by most of them I wanted to accomplish by the end of the year and I'm already starting to check things off and that is really exciting because what like it works it's really that easy like I mean I've been putting in the work don't get me wrong but still for real that, that's all I have to do we laughing, we joking, but we about to switch gears a little bit. The Fendi fact is going to definitely set the tone for today's episode. So according to World Economic Reform, colorism is a form of discrimination based on skin tone perpetuated by the global beauty industry, where sales of light-skinning products are projected to reach $8.9 billion by the year 2024. Studies have shown that the existence of a wage gap linked to skin color, which widens as the shade of the worker darkens. Companies are urged to be aware of beauty bias and to address it through unconscious bias training, among other methods. So, I told y'all for season two, we are talking about the things that need to be talked about. Today, we're attacking colorism. Because as a real chocolate mamacita out here in the world, like, all right, I have some questions. And some of y'all might not like what I got to say. I guess because I don't have the typical dark skin girl 
supposed story. Like, all right, so let me backtrack. Like, I think my first question when it comes to colorism is why are people so oblivious? Why do people act like it doesn't happen if it doesn't happen to them? Or why do people try to act like, oh, it doesn't happen that way, it happens this way? How are you going to tell anybody what type of prejudice they have encountered? And colorism, black people specifically, I'm talking to y'all. Hello. It exists. It exists. We know it exists, but they come on. Y'all know that there be people acting like it don't exist. And I, I have no idea why. And on top of that, while we're at it, can we also talk about let's not ignore the fact that colorism is not just anti-dark-skinned people. Light-skinned people can experience colorism. Like, it's a thing. Just like there's light-skinned mean girls, there are dark-skinned mean girls too. Like, if I'm speaking personally, okay. So, I don't know about y'all, but the way I perceive it is that the narrative of colorism is really targeted towards dark-skinned people. Dark-skinned women, I want to say more so. And it's just like, the typical story is all dark-skinned girls were bullied when they were younger. Um, They maybe had coarser texture of hair. And, you know, they never felt pretty. That is what I think the narrative that I feel like the world paints about colorism. Like, that's the story, the one story attached to it. And for me, speaking as a dark-skinned black woman... That really wasn't my experience at all. Don't get me wrong. I was bullied. And I want to say it was like in elementary school. And the girl that bullied me, she was lighter than me. But I honestly don't think it had anything to do with the fact that I was dark-skinned. It really don't. Like, she used to bully me for my fucking food. So, (laughs) I really just think I had bomb-ass lunch. I don't think it was because I was dark-skinned that I was getting picked on. It may have been. I may have been one of those people oblivious to it at the moment. But I'm... I didn't I didn't take it or perceive it as such. I didn't think I was any less pretty. She never cut my hair or put gum in my hair. Like crazy wild stories that you hear about. Some of these stories actually happen to people. But like that wasn't my experience. I was bullied that one time. My mom came to the school, shut that shit down. And that was it. Like I was not that dark skinned girl that was like I never didn't feel pretty. Like I feel like they expect me to feel like I'm supposed to feel inferior. No, I always felt like I was really that bitch. My parents always, like, my parents just let me know, like, I was beautiful. And it was never like, oh, you're beautiful for dark skin. Like, my parents just always told me, like, but y'all, y'all gotta understand, like, my low-key cockiness, it really come from my parents. Like, both of my parents are equally as cocky, and it's, it's crazy. So, like, I had no choice but to always think I was beautiful, They wouldn't let me believe nothing else. Like, I never even wanted to. Like, I don't know. I just, I never felt less than because I had darker skin. Low key, honestly, I felt like it made me more beautiful. But that could be me. That that could be perceived as me feeling inferior. And that's, that's not the case. It's just, I always knew I was pretty. I never felt like people bothered me because of my skin tone. Like, I... I guess I literally was one of those people, like, oblivious to it. Like, because it wasn't happening to me. Like, I'm not going to say I was oblivious to it. Like, I didn't know it was happening. It just was not happening to me. I didn't have the typical dark-skinned girl story. But 
on the same at the same time, like I said, this goes both ways because I actually have lighter skin friends that have bully experience stories, and they are like, if my bullies were dark skin girls, and they were mad that my hair was long, and they cut my hair, and like for real, these are real stories that happen. I know girls who have gotten gum put in their light skin girls who have gotten gum put in put in their hair, literally ponytails snipped, like. It's crazy that they paint the narrative to be one way, and it seems like what's really happening, in my honest opinion, well, okay, at least in today's day and age, like 2021, we talking currently, I don't feel like dark-skinned girls are the underdog anymore. Like, I feel like we have risen to, to the occasion, and we get all of the praise. Do we, all of us get all the praise? No, but I feel like... As one, like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like dark-skinned girls are not on top. Like, they are, they're breaking boundaries. The boundaries been broke. And now they up there. It is what it is. We're here to stay. Beauty standards have changed. We have made our mark on the beauty industry. We have shown we are beautiful, too. And that's really it. But now I feel like the light-skinned girls get all the hate, like, the light-skinned girls get called colorist at for every little thing. And don't get me wrong. Some of some of the things that these, some girls say is very problematic. Very, very problematic. But at the same time, y'all, I think y'all got to relax. Because I personally have never, again, I personally, at least not to my face, I've never ran into no girl that just was like, oh, that's not like dark-skinned girls, like, she had never, nobody I have ever met in my almost 26 years of living. Like, nobody has been that bold. So, like, where, I just want to know where are these anti dark skinned women, where are they at? Because who I be seeing getting the most hate is really the light skinned girls on the internet. They literally be calling everybody and their mother a colorist every other day. Again, that's just my personal opinion, and my opinion can be biased because, like I said, I did not experience the quote-unquote typical dark-skinned girl experience. You get what I'm saying? So I, I, my opinion is obviously biased, but I'm still also just going based on the things that I see with my own two eyes, the stories I hear personally, you know? And part of me also feels like there'd be some exaggeration going on on both sides. Like, light-skinned girls, not every dark-skinned girl wants to be like you. Like, for real, but dark-skinned girl, not every light-skinned girl hates you because you dark-skinned. What if you just got a stank-ass attitude? Light-skinned girl, what if you, what if I genuinely just, I love the pigment of my skin you cannot make me feel inferior when I feel like a bad bitch you just can't you just can't and I feel like the people that do that generally are colorists like y'all be dragging it moral of the story is hello hello do y'all hear me we is black okay we black you black I'm black she black we black that's how they see us. So what is the point of arguing over who is what type of black? Because on their scale, black is black. So it's a pointless struggle. Our ancestors would be so disappointed 
in the fact that we've made no progress. No progress. Literally went from being completely segregated, dark skinned people out in the fields, dark skinned people in the house, to now we just out here talking shit. We free and just talking shit. Not even trying to bridge that gap. We still trying to act like, what, we the bloods and the crypts doing the most? Like, we got other things, bigger fish to fry as black people. That one is low, low, low on the priority list. We got other shit to worry about, okay? We ain't going to get reparations arguing about who who's the better type of black. You, It's just not going to happen that way. Black is beautiful. Every shade, every hue, every color. Whether you're lightly melanated, whether you're exuberantly melanated. you are. If you are black, you are beautiful. If you are not black, you are beautiful. But what, what, what we are going to acknowledge is that black people as a whole in the beauty industry get the short end of the stick. So we be busy fighting against who's more superior between light skins and dark skins when blacks on the scale compares to all other races in the beauty industry. We get the scraps. That's the fight we really supposed to be fighting for. Why does every makeup line not have 40 shades? Like, there's no reason why they don't. There's no reason why they don't have 40 shades of concealer to match the 40 shades of foundation. There's no reason that makeup lines are launching without 40 shades. Simple. That's the fight. That's where our attention needs to be at the bigger problem. Trying to get inclusivity for our culture, for our people as a whole, rather than trying to divide ourselves up when to the big boss, we still all the same. Like, I just don't get it. And I feel like the gap gets bridged. I believe it's going to, the change starts with, honestly, in my opinion, the racially ambiguous people. Like the pe- the girls that can go, you can't tell if she's black, if she's white by looking at her, but she might actually be both black and white or be both mixed. That is the girl. That is the girl that's supposed to be like, no. If she black, like, no, I'm black. Like, but I'm also, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm also white. Like, those are the people that start the gap because they claim both sides. So that lets us know the two can coexist. Like, you can be black and light-skinned, obviously. We know some light-skinned. I know some light-skinned people that swear up and down. They so Spanish and they really not, y'all. They just black, like... Then again, I got dark skin friends that do the same shit. So it's it's possible to just be black. Forget what the rest of it don't matter. You black, be your shade of black, be your shade of beautiful black, and call it a day. If you in between, like, okay, rock your in between. Go watch it. They don't hate on another sister because she darker than you. And then turn around and go buy tanning lotion and be tanning in the sun to get darker. Mm, I don't know. Something about that don't sit right with me. Like, that's really why I don't, I don't understand why colorism is a thing. Once you kind of black, you're black. Regardless of how light, how dark, how racially ambiguous you are, you are black. We all are. So let's worry about that. Let's worry about being black. Yeah, y'all. I'm really not about to take up much of y'all time today. 
I this episode was short, sweet, to the point. Like when it comes to colorism, in my opinion, is it's cut dry. It's it's black or white, <laughs> pun intended. Like there's nothing, there's no nothing to discuss. It's pointless. It's bullshit. You either black or you not, and it's just that simple. So, y'all know we gotta get to our black owned business shout out segment. Today's shout out is going to go to one of my friends. So I told y'all I was gonna let y'all know when it was one of my friends' businesses. But her products are amazing. I literally use them by them myself. So shout out to Be Nice Cosmetics, Black Woman Owned, Haitian Black Woman Owned, Tapase, to all my zoes. But she started her own cosmetics line and she has a bunch of different yoni products if you don't know what yoni products is they're feminine products ladies throw the sum of ziva cut it that is doing terrible things for your ph balance you need to switch to a more natural organic type of soap for your lady bits all right because what you use down there affect it affect how she function and affect how she walk around in them jeans. And it's too hot to not have it together down there. So, you guys, y'all know the drill. You go to the show's Instagram at the dot melanated mindset. Find the post for today's episode. And all of her information is going to be tagged. Customer service, A1 packaging, A1, A1. It's just, that's my girl. So, y'all make sure y'all go support, go buy some products, get your pH balance right, and help us out. And to wrap us up, we are going to get into our word of the week. This week's word of the week is going to be awareness because I want y'all to bring awareness to your own personal biases. Are you a light skinned woman that? Loki walks around with this chip on her shoulder like she's just God's gift to everyone and everyone who's a hue darker than her is less than. I would hope fucking not. If so, you are definitely in the wrong place. Since this is not the space for you, you could go. Uh, but at the same time, are you a dark-skinned woman that walks around thinking every single woman that's any hue lighter than you hates you just because you're dark-skinned? Sis, maybe you might need to fix that attitude. Maybe it's your facial expressions. You just always gotta look. Maybe that's why. Maybe it has absolutely nothing to do with how dark skin you are. Whether you're light, whether you're dark, you are still beautiful. And you is still black. So let's just be black and beautiful. Cut the shit. Let's bring awareness to the things that really matter. Let's bring awareness to the issues we can tackle as a black community. That's what matters. We'll trickle down to the little stuff. We get to the nitty gritty later. Right now, our fight is at the forefront. Okay? We are. We need to make sure our voices are heard for the right reasons. Because you see, this is what they be listening for. They be listening for the colorist stuff. They love to see us bicker back and forth about the bullshit. So, let's not give them a reason to. And on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for just rocking with me, kicking with me, chopping it up with me, all of that. 
I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love, the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time and share your personal thoughts and opinions, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the.melanatedmindset. That's where I'm going to be posting all the polls, the questions, the conversation starters, all of that. That's also going to be where you'll get to hear sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. It's going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see y'all same time, same place next week for hashtag Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until then, peace y'all.